0: Welcome to the Retirement Guide Podcast. I'm your host, George Jameson, owner of Capital Wealth Group, a flat fee-only advisory firm. Whether you're nearing retirement or already retired, join me each week as we explore the world of retirement planning and equip you with the knowledge and tools you need for a successful retirement. So let's get started. Today, we're talking about the one and only retirement bucket strategy that works. Forget complex retirement withdrawal strategies. The confusing world of retirement income doesn't have to leave you in a spin. Today, we're simplifying things with the two-bucket strategy. You might have heard of a three-bucket strategy or even a four-bucket, but please forget those. The original two-bucket system developed by retired financial guru Harold Evensky, is all you need. It was developed in 1985, and it's a timeless classic used by top advisors like myself, even today. We'll explore its advantages, see how it stacks up against the other bucket strategies, and discover why sometimes less is truly more when it comes to managing your retirement nest egg. So buckle up and prepare to master the art of retirement withdrawals with the one and only two-bucket strategy. Most bucket strategies are really just intricate sales pitches. They sound great, but are really confusing and costly to implement. But Avinsky, known as the father of the bucket strategy, designed his approach to be an inexpensive behavioral insurance policy, not an actual insurance policy. It's not about getting rich. It's about protecting you from panic selling during those inevitable market declines, as well as rebalancing, which is basically selling high and buying low. Remember the 2008 crash? Yeah, it was not so fun. But with the two-bucket system, If the market has another major decline, like 2008, you don't have to touch your stocks to generate income or sell out of fear. No selling stocks at a loss to pay for your electricity bills. In addition, you would most likely be buying stocks at discount prices. The genius lies in two simple buckets. Bucket number one is your cash lifeline. It holds one to two years of essential expenses after accounting for guaranteed income, like social security, pensions, income annuities, or rental income. This covers your bills for one year or even two years for the extra cautious. You can receive monthly payouts and replenish it either annually or quarterly. And bucket number two is your investment portfolio. This is where you invest in stocks and bonds. You will customize your mix or asset allocation based on your unique situation, like the length of your retirement, your needs, risk tolerance, risk capacity, and so on. For many retirees, this usually falls between 30% to 70% stocks to bonds and 70% to 30% stocks to bonds. However, most retirees seem to have an asset allocation between 40-60 and 60-40 stocks to bonds, but everyone is unique. It's all about your comfort zone. Now let's look at a concrete example. Imagine Sue, a 70-year-old investor with a million-dollar portfolio and a 50-50 stock-to-bond split in bucket number two. Suddenly the market crashes, shrinking her stock portion by $100,000. No worries for Sue. Her bonds haven't budged, but she does need $35,000 to top off her bucket number one for living expenses for the following year. So here's the beauty. Sue doesn't sell stocks to fill bucket number one. Instead, she simply rebalances bucket number two. She might sell some bonds or even buy some more stocks at the bargain basement prices. Remember, when stocks are down, you want to buy, not sell, and run for the hills. Do note if you are worried about another extremely rare event like 2022 when both bonds and stocks were down double digits. Don't worry. Your bond portfolio can consist of three different types of maturity ranges. For the short term, it would be one to three years. For intermediate term, it would be around three to five years. And for long term, it can be five to ten years or longer. You can also even have some of your bond allocation in very short-term treasuries or even a money market fund as part of your overall bond mix in bucket number two. So now let's talk in more detail about the secret sauce of the two bucket strategy. Replenishing bucket number one. Remember, this isn't a one year pit stop. It's a steady stream of fuel for your retirement engine. And bucket number one is either drained or needs to be replenished or topped off. It's time to tap into bucket number two through rebalancing. Let's say your target allocation in bucket number two is now 60% stocks and 40% bonds. Fast forward a year and things have shifted. Your stocks have dropped around 20%, leaving you with only 54% in your stock allocation. Meanwhile, your bonds have held steady, increasing your overall bond allocation to 46%. On top of that, you need to top off bucket number one with around $35,000 for next year's expenses after you account for Social Security or a pension or any type of other guaranteed income. This is where the two-bucket strategy shines. You don't panic and sell stocks at their low point just to fill up bucket number one. Instead, you cleverly use this rebalancing opportunity to your advantage. You see, you have two goals. Number one, get the 35000 to your living expenses bucket. And number two, bring your bucket number two allocation back to its ideal balance. So you grab your financial spatula and start rearranging. You would sell some bonds, the assets that have outperformed their target allocation, to rebalance and free up some cash. That gives you two things, money for bucket number one, and a chance to buy more stocks on sale. Remember when the market throws a tantrum and drops. That's when you scoop up bargains. Now let's flip the script. Imagine a scenario where stocks have been on a tear pushing your stock allocation from 60% to 65%. Well, your bonds have languished and are now about 35% of your total allocation in bucket number two. You still need that 35,000 for bucket number one, but this time you sell your stocks to get back to your original allocation of 60% stocks and 40% bonds. By selling some stocks at their high point, you get the cash for bucket number one and nudge your portfolio back towards its target allocation. So you see the beauty? The two bucket strategy plays the market, not against it. It uses rebalancing as a tool to buy low and sell high, all while ensuring you have the cash you need to live a comfortable lifestyle. This is where it separates itself from the other bucket strategies. They simply replenish buckets based on time, regardless of market conditions. That means you might be forced to sell stocks at a loss during a downturn, the exact opposite of what you want to do. So please ditch the cookie-cutter bucket plans and embrace the flexibility of the two-bucket approach. It's simple, adaptable, and keeps you calm and collected, even when the financial markets are all over the place. Remember, a well-balanced portfolio is a happy portfolio, and the two-bucket strategy is the perfect recipe for achieving that balance. That's the key difference between the two-bucket system and its complicated cousins. No selling low, no buying high, just calm, calculated moves designed to make your money work for you in the long run. So now let's look at a detailed rebalancing and withdrawal process to go into even more detail. Consider this very simple hypothetical example. Sue again, a 70-year-old investor with a million-dollar portfolio and a target allocation of 60% stocks 35% 35% bonds, and 5% in the money market account in her bucket number two. But after a 20% market downturn, the stock portion of her portfolio is down 120000 The bond and cash portion remain the same for simplicity. She needs to withdraw 35000 from her investment portfolio to supplement her Social Security to pay for her yearly expenses. To figure out what to sell to meet her cash needs, she should do the following. You simply subtract her cash need from her current portfolio balance. So remember, she started with a million dollars, but the stock portion lost $120,000. So now she has $880,000 in her portfolio. Since she needs $35,000 in cash, you would subtract $880,000 from $35,000 for a new portfolio balance of $845,000. But what should she sell to generate the $35,000? All she needs to do is rebalance back to her target allocation based on her new portfolio balance of $845,000. Obviously, we know Sue needs to acquire more stocks. So you would calculate the target dollar amounts for stocks, bonds, and cash investments based on her updated portfolio balance and target allocation percentages. In this scenario... Our hypothetical investor Sue likely needs to acquire more stocks, obviously at lower prices. This strategy could play to her advantage, assuming the market experiences a turnaround. So let's calculate the new portfolio target balance. So you take 845,000 times 60% for stocks, which equals 507,000, and you take 845,000 times 35% for bonds gets you 295,750. And then finally you take 845,000 times 5% for your money market to get 42,250. So this is the new target balance that she needs to have in her bucket number 2. So remember in her stock allocation, she had 600,000. However, she lost 120. So now she has 480,000. So, since the new target is 507, she'll need to buy 27,000 worth of stocks. So, remember, her target bond allocation now is 295,750, which is 35% of the 845,000. However, her current amount in bonds is 350,000. So, she will obviously have to sell 54,250 to get to her target amount. And now with the cash or the money market account, her target is $42,250, which is 5%. She'll So have to sell $7,750 to get to her target amount. And this will automatically take out the $35,000 she needs to withdraw to fill up bucket number one. So basically, you simply subtract the target amount by the current amount to determine how much to buy and sell to rebalance and end up with the $35,000 in cash. Please remember this is just an example and it's hypothetical, and it's just provided for illustrative purposes only. That wraps up today's episode. Everyone has a happy holiday and happy new year. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Retirement Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review to help others discover the show. For questions, ideas, or discuss your retirement plan, reach out to me, George Jameson, Capital Wealth Group. Visit our website at CapitalWealthPlan.com to learn more. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more insightful retirement planning in future episodes. And now for the disclaimer the information discussed in this podcast is for general explanations and education only. It is not tax, legal, or investment advice. Before considering acting on any information heard here, first consult with your tax, legal, or investment advisor. Thank you and have a great day.